0: welcome in to another episode of the fantasy daydreamers podcast producer ian drop that beat What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Gain, your host, JJ, and this is the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. With me
1: today, I have Keoni. Hello, everybody. You can follow me on Twitter at Daydreamer Keone.
0: And Ryan is here.
2: <laughs> what's up, guys? uh you know the twitter r-o-k-k-o daydreamer
0: you guys can follow me at jj daydreamers
2: keony what you were mad with your intro <laughs>
1: yeah man in. it's 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 <laughs> fine i i'm i you would definitely what? was
2: i know you were trying to make it a little bit better and sound better but it sounded just as awkward so, <laughs> I'm proud you of you. back
1: to
0: the other way it sounded more robotic <laughs> this way
1: I us say you, you just be I yourself. Got a, a note from my uh I got a note from a higher up and uh I had to uh go with what they said, but uh clearly the uh uh they we all disagree. So there.
2: Hmm. Say it proud, say it loud. <laughs> Fuck the power. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Today on the podcast, we have some news to go over. We have your start sit questions and then some rankings discussions. So let's get into the news tight end Rob Gronkowski has been ruled out of tonight's game for the Buccaneers. Are you guys bumping up the receivers or the other tight ends? And if so, which player or players are you guys bumping up? Or are you guys just going to move Tom Brady down a little bit without Rob Gronkowski there?
2: I didn't expect him to play, so my I shouldn't keep everyone where I had them before. I said, Cameron Bray, I don't pick him up. I don't
1: think he's worth it. Yeah, I don't think any of the the tight ends are really worth it um, for this week. OG Howard or Cameron Bright, just yeah. Um, I also expected him not to play because you guys are like, so smart. He had his ribs and his lung was punctured. I mean, t- t- relax. You have come out of retirement like so, and you're doing all these commercials now, Gronk. That that's where your money is. You know, wait, sit on the bench, and you'll get your chance at a ring later on this season. So.
0: There you go. Colts wide receiver TY Hilton will return to practice and can technically play on Sunday. Is he someone you guys are adding and stashing, or are you staying away from T. Y. Hilton? Staying away. I'm staying away too. Michael mm-hmm. Pittman is taking yeah. over as the wide receiver one on that team. I don't think T. Y. Hilton comes back and does anything anytime soon. So Quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, Tua Tungavailoa, has returned to practice, and he also has a chance to play on Sunday. Jacoby Brissett still banged up. He's questionable. It seems Tua has a decent shot at playing. God.
1: Yeah, the Samoan slingshot is back, baby. His line went a little bit slack there for a minute, but now he's taut and tight, and he's going to go for the 800 yards.
2: I do think this helps you in Waddle. But it hurts Gusecki. Oh. It feels like Gusecki was getting targeted a lot by when uh, B was in there. But I think two is going to go back to so Waddle. So
0: is, is Waddles a sneaky start this week for you? Or are you, are you still waiting?
2: I like that. Sneaky sneaky yep. start. You know what? I might put down on Twitter. Sneaky star of the week.
0: They're playing in London.
2: That sounds pretty Against
0: good. It's Jacksonville, though. so
2: Oh, that's cool. I I like yeah, me 630 too 630 games.
0: New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is on track in concussion recovery. Whatever that means, he's on track. Whatever, whatever track he's on. Even if he does play, are you, guys, <laughs> are you guys starting him if he plays? Or no? Staying away. Starting. If I he mean, plays, they have a lot of injuries know. on this team. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley is doubtful. Kenny Galladay is doubtful. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton are still questionable. And the latest breakout Kadarius Tony. Also questionable. Then they played the Los Angeles Rams this week. I mean.
2: I, okay. That's all I need to no, know. No. Yeah, I don't
0: think you start any Giants this week.
2: Yeah, this is a wait and see what the offense is like. Who's healthy?
0: Clyde Edwards Alaire, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, was placed on IR, so this just confirms that he'll be out at least three weeks. Remember, it's an MCL spring that he's dealing with. And Daryl Williams looks like he's going to be next up in the backfield. Uh, you probably saw him go for a little bit of fab on the waiver wires. Hopefully, you're one of the people that got him. Are you guys playing Daryl Henderson this week against the Washington football team? Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams. I said,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, I would play him. He would be a flex play for me.
1: Yeah, it's a bad defense. Yeah. Pretty good.
0: Pretty good matchup for him. An explosive offense.
2: Did they add a running back? I'm sorry. Did you know if they added a running back or no? I didn't
0: see anything. I think that they're just going to roll with him and oh. uh, Jerick McKinnon.
2: I was thinking maybe a sneaky put on your bench guy is Jerry McKinnon. Because I bet if it, Williams gets hurt, you are literally looking at one man yeah. and one man only. only That's true. But oh, they're, oh, they're all talking, talking about trading for Marlon Mack. My bad. I totally forgot about that. I saw that mm, all, yeah. earlier today on Twitter. But talk. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, But, yeah, That's right. I don't know about Mc- didn't Jarek McKinnon just because at that point you need Williams to get injured. Because even even though it's two backs there, Jarek McKinnon is not going to get a lot of work. He's going to get 25% of the snaps. It's just not going to be worth it to have him on your team, in my opinion.
2: Sure. We no root for injuries yeah. here, so...
0: Running back for the Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, will be a game-time decision this week, according to Coach Matt Rule, who said McCaffrey is, quote, probably 50-50. If he plays, you start him up right, and if not, hopefully you have Hubbard. I mean, you've been dealing with this injury for the past few weeks, so just make sure that you have him in your starting spot and you have a replacement ready to switch out for him if he does not play. And make sure you wake up in time to make that switch happen.
2: If you can't wake up in time, something I like to do is staying up past, <laughs> like the twelve o'clock range, like twelve midnight. Adam Schefter puts out tweets talking about like um, certain players are in and out from whatever. It's like a little news dump thing he does at like twelve thirty. Yeah, he makes his oh uh, wait, that's West Coast his time.
0: predictions so. on things are trending yeah. like this player will play. That things are trending like this player won't play.
2: So if you don't wake up Shouts early, you have a hard time doing
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Shouts to Shefty. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for the news this week. Wait one one last little bit of news. Something just just remember buy. Is this breaking no, news? No, this is not breaking news. Uh, <laughs> We've known about it for a while. Buy weeks do start this week, so you got to get you got to you got to make sure you guys are paying attention to buys now. Maybe look a week or two ahead in the schedule. See who's going to be on buy on your team because they're they're gonna start hitting you, you gotta have replacements ready to go, make sure your bench is uh is filled
1: yeah don't don't be the person who just has like two or three guys on bye weeks left in your lineup because that's no fun to that's no fun to play against that person, I mean even though it's like easy almost wins, a guaranteed yeah. win, so it's like great, it's an easy win, um, which is fine, i'll you know you'll take it, but you don't want to be the person who's like gets kicked out of the league at the end of the year because you just didn't pay attention to buys. And that'll do it for the news. So let's move on to our start or sit questions.
0: These are questions that you, the fans have sent in. So thank you so much for sending these in to us. If you want your question answered, go ahead and send us, send them to us at FF daydreamers on Twitter or They underscore dreamer media on Instagram. DM us on either of those. We also put out posts, so comment under those posts. Use the hashtag ask FDD. So that way we know you guys are asking us and uh, we appreciate it. So let's get to these questions. Rondell Moore at Cleveland or Jacoby Myers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Keone, who you taking?
1: Uh, I go with Jacoby Myers, one, because he sounds like a one man law firm. And two, <laughs> his, because his middle name is comes... Ann
0: Jacoby and Myers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fun fact about him. Um, but two, it, it comes down to consistency. And Jacoby Myers has been more consistent this season than Rondell Moore. Like Rondell Moore can, he when he, he booms, he booms fairly big. But I just, his you never know when he's going to be on the field with that, with that team and they have so many weapons. It's just, it's, you're never sure. And I don't like that in, in fantasy. And the Cowboys is a better matchup for Jacoby Myers and new England. And also Jacoby Myers is their clear number one on new England. So he's going to get targets and hopefully he catches enough passes and gets in the end zone, but you know, he's going to get targets and this, the, the snap count. So that's why I'm going with Jacoby Myers. I
0: agree with you. I mean, running 94.2 percent of the team's offensive snaps—that's just crazy. He's also averaging 9.2 targets a game, and through the past three weeks, he is the wide receiver 21 overall. His downfall is he just doesn't get in the end zone, it, and it's it sucks. But he's he's steadily consistent, so I'll I'll take Jacoby Myers over Rondell Moore. He's still fourth on the Cardinals in targets, running 39.6% of the team's snaps. We Like he only talked about, whenever he booms, he booms. He caught seven balls for 114 yards, scored a touchdown, and finished as a wide receiver five in week two. But that's, that's one week, and that's really his only week holding him together right now. Whenever he does boom, he does boom. But his chances of busting are much higher. So I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers here. Ryan, who are you taking?
2: Give me more and more, baby. Give me more and more. I'm thinking this is going to be a boom week, and I would pick him over Jacoby Myers. I have a feeling in my gut the, the Browns literally just gave up 47 points on a ton of big plays. Ronda Moore is a big play waiting to happen. Ronda Moore scores a touchdown this week.
0: All right. Next up, Tyler Boyd at the Detroit Lions. Or Darnell Mooney versus the Green Bay Packers? Man, Tyler Boyd is on a good offense with a lot of good wide receivers. He's probably really the third wide receiver on his team, third best wide receiver on his team behind Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. But even still, he's tied for the most targets on the team. He leads the team in receptions and has the second most yards. He's also second in snap percentage among the wide receivers on the team. And I know T. Higgins probably being out for two weeks has kind of swayed that number. But still, you got to be on the field to score points. The thing is, is they're going against the Lions. The Lions are bad, but somehow stay in the games. So I think the Bengals will have to throw the ball a little bit. And Tyler Boyd is still a player that gets peppered with targets like usual. Mooney Darnell Mooney has looked good he leads the Bears in receiving yards targets and receptions but most of that came in week 4 48% of his yards in fact came in week 4 almost half of his yards came in one week Uh, so I don't know how repeatable that is he's only 49.2% rostered in fantasy so he should actually be rostered, go pick up Darnell Mooney if he's available in your leagues. He's averaging six point two targets a game and he's running eighty six point seven percent of the offensive snaps. So he's really good, but I think this week I gotta go with Tyler Boyd, mainly on matchup. Ryan, who are you taking?
2: Tyler Boyd. That was that was you said everything I needed to say.
1: Okay. Keone? Make it a make it a hat trick. Yeah. Tyler Boyd. Even though I really don't like Um, his, his production with T Higgins coming back, like you said, it's a bad, it's a bad defense and they're a good team that can score a decent amount. If Joe Burrow puts his mind to it. And as much as I want to like Darno Mooney, that offense or that team just, they kind of just find ways to win, not necessarily like impress, you know, Mm -hmm. in ways to win. And a lot of it is with uh, is from their defense. So it's yeah, I'm less impressed with their like offensive production, especially with David Montgomery out And the, but yeah, so don't take their wins as a result of their offense being super spectacular, but uh, yeah. So Tyler Boyd.
0: All right. And the last question here today, Devontae Booker versus the Los Angeles Rams, Devin Singletary at the Tennessee Titans or Naheem Hines versus the Houston Texans. Ryan, who are you taking?
2: This is the hardest one. And cuz I I want to say Booker cuz I think he'll get the most touches, but I think it's I'm going to pick Singletary. I think he scores this week. Uh I think I, I just like the offense. Again, like I said, the Bills are on pace to score the third most points in NFL history. I'm going to pick that offense over Danielis, Danielis Jones. This
0: <laughs> Danielis Jones, Liss
2: Giants. <laughs> Giants and uh the Colts are playing 90 Hines, but after that heartbreaker on Monday night, I actually have the Texans win this game. So I don't think I think the Colts stall out a little bit
1: again. Did you see Frank Reich's like eyes just towards the end of that game? He looked sad. He just looked like a sad, defeated man. And it's like I just like wanted Carson Wench to like when they were talking, just, just stop and give that man a hug because he needs it. Um but I, 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 I you, uh, I don't know for this one because I, I think I like Zach Moss more than I do Devin Devin Singletary. I like Zach Moss offense. more than
2: Devin Singletary too.
1: But there always is that chance, I guess, that Devin Singletary does well, even though I think his snap count has pretty much gone down in every week. Um, and like Devin or Devonte Booker, it's. He has he's gonna get the most touches, I imagine, because he's pretty much the only guy there with Saquon Barkley being out, but LA Rams, that's that's like the you don't want to face that in terms of a running back. So none of all if you if you flip a coin between Devante Booker, yeah, exactly. If you flip a coin between Booker and Singletary, just throw that coin yeah. away. Hope it lands in the sewer, you know, and it I mean, goes to Pennywise and he can do with it as he wishes.
0: Yeah. I think this was why Devontae Booker was so low on our waiver wire lists on, on Tuesday's podcast because he's going against the Los Angeles Rams this week. And that's just rough. Devin Singletary, I don't want to play. I mean, you are praying that he gets into the end zone because it's Zach Moss's backfield right now. And Naheem Hines, he look like... He was coming in for Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's playing quite a bit over there, averaging 10 less snaps than Jonathan Taylor, but he's not getting his targets like Naheem Hines needs to, to be productive in fantasy. And so, and and really he's not getting any carries. He got their first rushing touchdown, but that's about it. I'm going to, I'm going to, Take Devonte Booker just because he's going to get so many touches there, guaranteed so many touches. And I'm going to close my eyes. I'm not going to check that score ever. I just don't ever want to know. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the start or sit questions. Let's move on to our rankings discussions. So, I'm going to give you guys a player where you guys have them ranked, where we have them ranked as a group. Can you give me the, the reason why you have them ranked high or low. So let's start off with Ryan. Because you're an Eagles fan. I'll give you Jalen Hurts. We have him as a group ranked at number 12. QB1 status. You have him ranked at number five, though. Pretty high QB1 status. What's your reasoning?
2: All right. Is Buck's off or is Beck's defense is not as good as people think? Oh, well, against the run, it is. Okay, uh, so far this season, they are third in completions given up, uh, top ten in yards given up, and top ten in, or sorry, top eleven in touchdowns given up to quarterbacks. Okay, they also Perse, Matthew Stafford, and Mac Jones had their highest completion rate or completion uh, completion percentage against the Bucks defense. Also, Jalen Hurts has been on a different type of level. And if he was on a good team, people would be putting him in the MVP race. But
0: oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! He right you can't now, throw zero touchdowns in a game
2: and be on MVP. <laughs> That's okay for he's had horrible luck. Five touchdowns called back, but so far in total, in total yards between running rest, flying, rushing and passing, top five. Also, eighty-seven percent of The Eagles yards have been done by him. He is doing some good stuff again. Five touchdowns called back. I mean, I've never even seen that before. It's on some dumb penalties. And I'm not saying like, oh, like I mean, Justin Herbert has just a bad luck the first two weeks. But if those, if he gets those five touchdowns, everything is different. I just think this Tampa Bay's defense Tampa Bay's defense is not very good against uh passing. They get passed on a lot because they can stop the run so well. Jalen Hurt's rushing rushing ability. Gives him a floor of being in the top 12. I just think that Jalen Hurts is going to go off on Thursday night. I think that Tampa Bay wins. I'm not saying that the Eagles are going to win. Tampa Bay is going to win. But I'm, I would not be surprised if Jalen Hurts throws four touchdowns. I mean. This is a bold. Oh, easy. <laughs> I would not be surprised. It's all so easy.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it, bro. I love it. I'm just saying. MVP might be a little far.
2: <laughs> okay true but the things he no, is he's doing i is mean he's really good right and if he, he's if he,
0: especially good for fantasy the things he can do with his legs make him the hmm. top 12 quarterback every week all right keone i'll give you marquise brown we have him ranked 16th as a group you got him ranked 12th i well, got mark marquise brown higher than us. yes i do
1: because I think Marquise Brown has gotten past his, his butter fingers. You know, he's not dropping as many big passes. And I think he's been practicing catching flies, you know, like Mr. Miyagi. And we've seen that team finds ways to stay in a game. I mean, they're four and one for a reason and it, it's, it's, it's gritty and it's, it's tough, but they, they do it. And he's uh, he's one of the reasons why he's uh, the wide receiver seven this season. And I think it's because he can hurt you in so many ways. He can be that player. He can be the receiver, you know, of a thousand slices where he cuts you through the middle and goes for eight yards and a first down. But then he can also be like Lucy um Liu's O'Ren in Kill Bill and just take your head off in one clean swipe with a 65-yard touchdown catch. So with him, you never really know. What you're like, how he's going to hurt you, but you know, he's going to hurt you, especially since that pass game, I think, is a lot better than we've seen in previous years. And so I think he's slowly becoming or quickly becoming uh, a guy who you can depend on in the pass game. So
2: I'll I rip you to pieces. I mean, other than that, if he had a good Lions game, this we are talking about Marquise Brown, the steal of every fantasy draft. I have him actually ranked 16. Yeah, I, I completely
0: agree. With you. Uh, he's definitely a wide receiver too. I think he's he did start off really slow against the Colts this week, and then the the Detroit game he didn't do anything spectacular. So I think those two things uh, kind of hurt him a little bit in the community. But yeah, he's definitely a wide receiver too. Moving up there, moving up 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 the ranks. Up. All right, first first up for me, Kareem Hunt. As a group, we have him ranked 15th. I have him ranked 7th. He's averaging 14.4 attempts, 88.8 yards, and one touchdown a game as the running back two on this Browns team. He's running back four on the season right now in fantasy football, and has finished outside the top 15 one time. Playing against the Arizona Cardinals this week, this should be a high-scoring game, just like we saw against the Chargers last week. Hunt is leading this Brown in Brown's team in targets and receptions, not just the running backs. He's leading the entire team. He's playing on 44.7% of the snaps while Chubb plays 52.1%. So he's, this is almost a 50, 50 split down the middle. I mean, it is Nick Chubb definitely getting more runs, but Kareem Hunt is working on those passing downs. This is a really powerful offense. He has a ton of potential and a huge chance at getting into the end zone. This should be a high-scoring game, like I said. Kareem Hunt needs to be a starter every week.
1: I I will uh, agree with your sentiments about him, not necessarily the ranking. But, yes, this game is going to be because the Browns play to their opponent. And so the Arizonas can score a lot of points. So, therefore, the Browns will score a lot of points as well. So there's, exactly, you know, exactly. that's going to be where he gets his points. That's what I'm
0: it's going to be a high score. Yeah. All right, Ryan, let's go with your next player. Let's do Jonathan Taylor. We have him ranked number two overall in the running backs. You have him ranked seventh. What's your reason in here?
2: I mean, first of all, I just saw that you guys both had him ranked number one. We do. First of all, I checked the rankings. That is wild. Uh, Well, again, I thought the Texans are going to win this game. And I think that. Jonathan Taylor, I mean, Monday night, great night. I get it. Big, t- big long uh, screen yard for screen for a touchdown. But again, only three receptions. That makes four straight games with three or less receptions. Um, he uh, brought one to the touch. He brought that to the house, you know, so it worked out. But I don't think he's going to do that again. Uh, the, the Texas defense is really bad against the run. And I think that's why you guys have him so high. And, but I just think that I think they're going to be down. I think they're not going to be able to run as well. Texans are winning this game. I just feel it in my heart. The Texans are winning. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, if you so, think if you think the Texans are going to so be sorry, up fucks. and the and the Colts are going to be trailing in this game, I understand why you have them ranked a little bit lower. I don't. I don't. I don't see it that way. But
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, He's in the top. He's seven. Yeah, yeah. So it I, wasn't know, like, I, I was like, oh, look, okay, this guy sucks. So <laughs> I don't have a great case for grabbing yeah, him. I just it like, oh, it makes sense. I like these other running backs more. I think he's I think ahead he of Dalvin be. Cook.
0: I think he should be ahead of
1: everyone this week, I
0: have number one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
1: right, Keone. <laughs> yeah. He's it, pulling away. That's, um, he's pulling away from yeah. like Naheem Hines clearly. And I think he has that explosion it's, that we saw from last year. And so they're utilizing him better as well, which is why I think on top of that and the matchup combined, I think that's why JJ and I, mean, I have him. He's gone so over 100
0: yards in the last two games, in each of the last two games, 15, 16 attempts. He's still getting three and four targets and he's gotten in the end zone both weeks. So, I mean, I think, I think it's coming around.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start, yeah. John- start Jonathan Taylor. What about this, guys? Start Jonathan Taylor. I'm not saying don't start him. Yeah. I just had six guys I sense. liked more. And that's all I have. I have, all right, I have Keone,
0: uh, let's give you Stefan Diggs. We have him ranked fifth.
1: You have him ranked 11th. Yes. Okay. I like Stefan Diggs. I think he's a great player. And I want him to do well. Because I have him, you know, on a, a fantasy team or two. But my thing is... We just haven't seen the level of fantasy production for him to be a top five guy. And part of that comes down to consistency because he does get a lot of targets, but he's not catching them. He has less than a 60% catch percentage and he's averaging less, less than 12 points per game, depending on your scoring system. And he's the wide receiver 27 right now. And he only has one touchdown. Seems to be getting, besides the one game where he got over 100 yards, he seems to getting be getting within 60 to 69 yards a game <laughs> with only a handful of catches. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and that's more of like a wide receiver two or flex numbers and possibly even, you know, like a tier two Throw tight end numbers. Bench. Not a wide receiver one numbers. So <laughs> I not put them on your bench, but I just – I don't no, see I'm uh, not seeing the production to put him at such high, like at number five.
2: I actually understand what you're talking about here. It reminds me of like when the Saints were in their prime and Drew Brees passes to everybody. And that's what's happening right now. Manuel Sanders has four touchdowns, Docs or Dustin Knox has what five touchdowns, four touchdowns. It's like last yeah. year those are all going to digs. Like oh, not just touchdowns, but I mean the receptions. And this thing yes. is becoming so wide open and so I mean Josh Allen even ran for what 80 yards last week. I, I do understand what you're talking about. This is offense is so good; it's spraying the ball out so much that you're not getting the number one protection out of Diggs. I I, I think he he I have him always. Rank he's gonna the top get there. Yeah, I yeah, he's gonna. I I do understand what you're talking about. There. Yeah, sooner sooner or later he has to break yeah. out. But I understand patience is wearing a little thin on a guy you drafted. The cream as, always rises you know, to the top. top receiver. So
0: yeah, I'm gonna keep ranking him that way. Hey. but yeah. I understand exactly what Ryan said. All right. My other player, James Robinson. We have him ranked at eighth overall. I have him at 17th. Yeah, he's been on a tear the last three weeks. He's been the running back four over that span. But playing against Miami this week in London, traveling, that's a long way to travel. That's not an easy task. James Robinson is good and he needs to be started, I will admit that, but I just don't think he can hold up the production that he's had to be a top 12 running back. He's averaged 17 carries over those three games. I expect that number to come back a little bit uh, closer to his average of 13 on the season. He's also averaged 5.8 yards a carry right now through the Through the whole season, which is fourth in the league, I don't expect that to hold up either. It should come down just under five yards to carry. That'll make him just a regular old running back, too, just a regular.
1: Well, then, to put it in um to to the UK for the UK fans to understand, Ryan and I are very chuffed with James Robinson, while JJ thinks he's a bloody wanker. So
2: nice going abroad with the daydreamers. This is nice. Really? We're expanding we're expanding our, our horizons.
1: Yeah, UK 2 or yes. 20XX. Yeah,
2: it's coming.
0: That's <laughs> right. Ryan. Brian's waiting for the third X. He's like, whoa, yo, we've it's not actually. started OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 it was exclusive content only. Uh, you guys told me. I signed, I signed the waiver. He said. <laughs> Alright, that'll do it for our rankings discussions. And that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys got any plugs? Ryan, Keone, you guys got anything?
1: Um, uh, oh, uh, FanDuel. Oh, yeah, we do the FanDuel thing yeah. every week. Join our FanDuel. And that's going to be out on the, the Twitter. And it's also going to be, I think, if we can, have it in the description for this episode. Yeah. But definitely the Twitter. So yeah, check that out. at FFDaydreamers. Aaron <laughs> will put that Can't together to for us and send it out.
0: Uh, it's free to join too, so just come in, pick a team. Who cares? Win or lose, you're gonna lose. Apparently, Ryan says, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's free. <laughs> uh, you guys can find all of our content on our website, DaydreamerMedia.com. We also have Instagram, Twitter, where you can find the FanDuel FF Daydreamers. The Instagram is day underscore Dreamer Media. Like and subscribe wherever you guys get your podcasts, follow, leave, leave a review, five-star review, always helps. Tell a friend, that really helps. Please, please, please tell your friends. Uh, throw us some questions. We, we want to help you guys win your uh, leagues, so that's all I got, I guess. That's Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.
2: Stay dreaming.